0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, D W a void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, eighteen plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do.
2: Good morning, everyone. Welcome. It's FPC Radio Live. It's Monday, November 21st, and it is Thanksgiving week. And uh, I'm going to use this opportunity to remind everyone that ham is the superior Thanksgiving meat. If, you know, if you're going to have to choose between ham and thanks or or, uh, turkey. I'm just I'm just giving the facts out there, John. I, I know people can't handle the truth. We know that. No,
1: apparently not. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'll go along with that. But I, you know, obviously being Italian-American, I'll take lasagna over both. So we'll have yeah, that on look, Thursday as well. Look, I'd agree with that too. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to make the
2: conversation too
1: complicated here, right? True. True. We need some protein, right? So it's either ham, turkey, or chicken, or pork roast, or whatever you want. Enjoy the day. Well, like I said before,
2: I mean, the, the reason, and this is my belief, and as we know, John, in the show, what I believe is right, um Yes, yeah, see, there you go. You agree. Uh, what I believe is that the only reason people love turkey, and we heard him talking about it on the broadcast last night oh, I love turkey. No, you don't love turkey. You don't. Trust me. I know better than you do. All right. You are conditioned to love turkey on Thanksgiving. That's all it is. That's all it is. Hmm. I, I I mean it, it, that's it, think about everything about Thanksgiving. It's all centered around turkey. Turkey this, turkey that. Oh, there's a big turkey on the uh, on the uh, parade. Oh, we're gonna eat turkey. We're gonna carve the turkey. All that stuff. Look, everything about eating turkey, the process, cooking, cutting it. It sucks. Who the hell likes cutting turkey? Seriously, John. You know you can buy ham that's like pre-cut and you can just cut the sides off. That's how great ham is. I mean, it's it's far less work. But no, like seriously though it, it's it's work to carve the turkey you know unless someone is an incredible cook it's generally dry it, it, it I don't know a pass pass that's all I'm saying John pass
1: all right I can I, can, uh, I like turkey but I you know have all the other stuff <laughs> around it but Speaking well, that's of what, turkeys, how about the Patriots-Jets game yesterday? It was, uh, three hours and ten minutes, I was, like I was passing a kidney stone. I, I was begging for them not to go to
2: overtime, and my prayers were answered, okay? Because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like I cannot, <laughs> please, I cannot take another quarter of this football. No, look, uh, th- th- this is kind of where we're at right now. We're, we're going to have a, we're, we're not going to be on too too long today. We're kind of a short show, but uh, we're going to react to it. There's a lot of things to react to. And, and uh, that is certainly one of them. Um, that game was – look, I, I, that, the, Patriot, the Patriots have a championship defense. Agree or disagree?
1: I have to wait because the last three quarterbacks Fair. they've played Fair. are Zach Wilson, Ellinger, Zach Wilson. You know, when they've played good quarterbacks, they haven't looked like a championship defense, whether it was LeBron Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, uh, heck, even Justin Fields put up 33 points against them. So we'll, we'll know well, more I... on Thursday night when they face Minnesota. And then, obviously, the next week when they face Buffalo. That'll give us a bigger idea of how good this defense is. But so far, I, so good. No, I agree.
2: And, and to an extent, because, like, I, I would put the caveat in of, well, Justin Fields and Lamar Jackson are are different type of quarterback. You know what I mean? Their, their ability to run has always befuddled the Patriots' defense. Agree. I mean, You know what I mean? Over the years, like, th- these running quarterbacks have somehow always... And, and extremely talented. I mean, we're not just talking about a couple guys that can run around. We're talking about perhaps the two, you know, add in Josh Allen as well, two elite runners uh, uh, at, at the quarterback position. So that, that's that's tough. But um, their defense, I, I believe, is, is is championship quality because, quite frankly, John, the, the difference between the bad teams in this league and the really good teams are, are really, it's it's not that different. It's really not that different. Um, there, there's a couple teams that have separated themselves, but I think what we saw le- the, yesterday was kind of a eye-opening uh, uh, experience for for some. Uh, Minnesota got shellacked. I mean that that mm-hmm. was that might have been the most surprising outcome uh, of the day. I was I was not surprised about that, or I mean I was not uh, uh, I was shocked. Let's put it that way because I one I picked Minnesota to win. Two, I thought it was going to be competitive. I didn't think the Cowboys weren't gonna be in this game. I thought it was gonna be a really good game, but wow, that was that was shocking, <laughs> John. And and here we are, John, last couple weeks propping up Minnesota, talking about Minnesota. Oh, is Minnesota finally, finally gonna be a real contender? That probably took them back about ten years, that loss. That was <laughs> that was pretty embarrassing.
1: Well, they're 8-2 and right now, and they've been outscored by two points this year, which doesn't even seem possible. They win all the close games Mm -hmm. and when a game is a blowout. They're on the wrong end of it. And I picked Dallas in the game. Dallas was a a one-and-a-half-point favorite, which would lead you to believe that Vegas knew something, that Dallas is a better team than Minnesota. Minnesota coming off that huge emotional win over Buffalo. Green Bay beat Dallas last week, so Dallas was upset about that. So I think that teams were coming from different directions. And give Dallas credit, they just absolutely – destroyed Minnesota. Look, kickoff was 425 Eastern, right? I guess we can kind of call that primetime or at least, you know, when you're <laughs> old, that's primetime. Yeah, so maybe if, if the 1 o'clock games, Kirk Cousins is awesome. Anything after that, he, he's got a lot of trouble. But that pass rush of Dallas just destroyed Minnesota from the get-go. I mean, very first series, Mika Parsons, strip sack looking like Lawrence Taylor, leads to a field goal, and away you go, 40-3. to three.
2: Well, and, and look, I mean, this is something where <clears> – <throat> I'm not going to say they're necessarily the 2022 version of the Raiders, who you so appro- appropriately pointed out they were very good in one-score games last year, not so much this year. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think they are better than last year's Raiders team, but there could be a little bit of that kind of in play here, where yeah, they're they're winning a lot of these close games, and you know, I'm not going to call it luck, but that fortune, so to speak, it, it doesn't necessarily always continue and and eventually you're going to have to figure it out to where you're going to have to learn how to win close games and that's something that Buffalo needs to do too I mean they won last yesterday but kind of following the pattern of well they either win big or they lose or they lose you know what I mean that's that's pretty much it Mm -hmm. so um, but for for uh, Minnesota I'm sitting here looking like man Look, this division is still a wrap. There, there's no real threat for them to lose this division. Um, maybe had the Packers maybe won this week, maybe you keep that door open a little bit. But um, <clears throat> right now it's just it's just not uh, feasible. So I think Minnesota is still in, in okay shape. But, man, I hope they, if you're a Vikings fan, you're hoping they look in the mirror and like, okay, what happened? How did we get blown out like this? Because that's that shouldn't happen to a team that should be expected uh, to compete for a
1: Super Bowl. Yeah, you couldn't pass protect. And that was evident from the first series and it continued throughout the game. And when that happens, uh, you're going to be in a certain amount of trouble. Then Justin Jefferson's dealing with an injury. And now you've got a short turnaround for both Minnesota and the Patriots. They meet Thanksgiving night in Minnesota. So that's going to be uh, an interesting matchup because the Patriots defense is excellent. We'll get a better idea of what happens on Thursday against a better offense than they faced the last three games. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I just think that you look at, at Dallas' defense, which kind of, fell asleep in the fourth quarter against Green Bay. They came out very strong yesterday and they kept it up the entire game and uh they're in pretty good shape. But th- as you said, Ian, right now the two hottest teams in the NFC in terms of winning streaks Detroit Lions, Washington Commanders.
2: <laughs> like everyone expected, John. Like exactly. everyone expected. Um <laughs> Yeah, I was sitting there like I'm sitting there watching that line or, you know, watching red zone, but seeing the Lions game pop up yesterday. And I'm sitting there scratching my head because I'm like earlier that morning. I'm sitting here talking about, oh, well, the Lions have won two in a row. But who cares? And I was three in a row. John, <laughs> And it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. Uh, uh, I, I I felt like that the honeymoon period between the Lions, the media, the, the fans and all that and Dan Campbell had been over. So I, I thought it was starting to go that familiar route of like, all right. You know, the excitement is over for the new coach. The losing has continued, so we're just going to repeat that cycle. But it seems like they've gotten a little bit of a second life here because, for better or worse, and you've said this a lot, they play for the guy, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, they played uh, yesterday and won. And, and again, (laughs) who would have thought that they, along with the commanders, who looked like an absolute mess to start the season, um, would be the... uh, Two longest streaking teams in the NFC, and and look, I mean, Philly almost. I mean, I, this is something that's concerning too. I don't know if I'm ready to start hitting a panic button on Philadelphia, but yesterday's rebound game after losing was not what I had hoped for, uh, or at least expected based on how I viewed this Philadelphia team. I thought they were going to bounce back a lot stronger than what they did, and Jeff Saturday and the Colts nearly, nearly pulled off the upset again.
1: Yeah, and the Colts have a good defense. They do. Uh, obviously, Sha- Shaq Leonard is and look, they're, the they're season, better with Matt a good defense. They're better with Matt Ryan.
2: They're better with Matt Ryan, a healthy course. Matt Ryan. I mean, I, yep. I, I still, you know, look, he's he's not the same player he used to be, but they, they are so much better uh, just in, in general
1: with him under center. It's very evident. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now you've got uh, future coach of the year, Jeff Saturday, yeah. <laughs> the uh, doing goat, push-ups and the goat, et cetera. The our coach. Yeah, the go coach.
2: Hey, well, look, look, let's 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 talk about that real quick because I mean that was obviously a big topic of conversation last week or the last couple of weeks. But um, you know, my my reaction was, why the hell not? If you're Indianapolis, what what do you got to lose? And and quite frankly, based on how this coaching like cycle just. Repeats itself. I mean, it's it's this wheel that just keeps going and going and going. It's the same over and over and over again. You get these retreads that get rehired, and you're like, why are they hired? And then you get the offensive gurus, the next guys that are up and coming. And then like, out of the eight that that get talked about for a couple years, about six of them flame out, and that's it. And you don't even think about it. And at best, the other two become mediocre to pretty good coaches in the league. And the reality of it is the same old guys are sitting at the top being like, well, we're still the best. And uh, I don't quite really see any successors other than, well, someone has to step up when they eventually retire. So why not dip your toe in a pool that hasn't been touched yet? And that is, well, the former player with absolutely zero experience.
0: That's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, I mean, he's commanding He's commanding the room. He's He's got those guys playing hard after they, when they play the Patriots, it looked like they just tanked the game. They had no soul, no spirit. But the last two weeks, give them credit. They've shown up. They've won one game and and came very, very close to beating what is the best team in the league record-wise. Look, if, if
2: this country can elect a former TV personality with zero experience mm-hmm. to be the president. I'm pretty sure the Colts can be okay, you know, hiring a TV personality, former player, to be the coach of that team. And, look, I, look I, who knows the long-term projection when it comes to Jeff Saturday. And sometimes sparks like this can win you some games. This may not be a lot, I mean, the the Colts may be competitive the rest of the season, but it may not mean anything much towards the future, because eventually teams are going to regroup, and then, you know, you're going to come back next season, and teams aren't going to be like, oh, it's Jeff Saturday, it's like, no, that's that's the Colts, and we're game planning for them, we know what they do, and how do they react, and that's something that we haven't really seen yet. So, so far, so good, I know they lost yesterday, but very competitive against the Eagles, Um, certainly created maybe a little bit of pause when you talk about the Eagles because it's like okay I, I thought you know you lose a tough game against Washington last week um, you, you had your first loss of the season you knew it was going to come eventually let's see how do you react the next week and how do you respond and I I, I thought they underwhelmed a little bit
1: yeah absolutely absolutely so it, it was just uh you know just one of those it was just one of those days in the league overall right I mean obviously the patch Jets game was a Newsfest and Chargers, Kansas City. Every time they play, it's a, a one-score game that comes down to the end. Mm-hmm. So, and then you have things in between all of that. But um, yeah, very, very, very interesting weekend. Um, which obviously wraps up tonight with San Francisco and Arizona playing in Mexico City, high up in the altitude.
2: Well, look, it's, San Francisco might be uh, it's starting to make their case to be the best team in the NFC at this point. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, the, the door's been opened with Philadelphia the last couple weeks. Uh, Minnesota's obviously faltered. Um, I, I think the the tortoise in all of this are, is the Buccaneers, who at 5-5 five and five all of a sudden don't look in such bad position in the conference. Um, it, so it, it'll be interesting to see how this back half plays out. Uh, I, I, like San, I like San Francisco tonight for a lot of reasons. One, I think they're a better team. Two, I think Arizona is... Arizona's a mess, and that's another one of those coaches I've, I've mentioned in you know in the, the flame-out section. You know what I mean? When it comes to oh, look at all these new up and coming guys, and we'll see what happens. And well, we're seeing what happens in Arizona. He's not that good of a coach, in my opinion. Um, I, I think I think the pattern that has followed him throughout his career, both here and at Texas, um, it's hard to shake. Like, how, how do you have such success in a, for for a portions of seasons? and then have almost the exact opposite unsuccess um, the second half or the first half or whatever. So uh, I, I don't know how much the NFC is going to be turned upside down, but I have, I have an expectation or feeling that if you're going to get a couple more performances like this out of the Eagles and Minnesota especially, and, I mean, look, I, I don't know if the Patriots have the offense to compete with Minnesota. I really don't. Uh, that's the, That's the one thing where I'm sitting here thinking, like, Man, they might just be a quarterback away, or, John, or they should do what some of these other teams have done, like the Bills, like um, uh, like Miami, go out and get that top-flight receiver. Now,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know who that could be right now, but the way I'm thinking, it's, it's you know, <laughs> the Patriots might just be a quarterback or, or that stud wide, re- wide receiver away from putting it
1: all together on offense. The thing is, those guys are very expensive. And the strange thing about the Patriots is they've spent more money on the tight end position than any team in the league. Mm-hmm. And their third spending on wide receiver. The problem is they've spread it out. So yeah. you've got Nelson Aguilar who's got a big cap hit. Uh, Kendrick Bourne signed a nice contract. Uh, Devontae Parker's making seven, $8 million a year. So you paid a lot of guys a decent amount of money, whereas, you know, we saw what Buffalo did. They went out and got Stephon Diggs or – the Raiders went out and got Devonte Adams. Uh, Tyreek Hill goes to Miami. You go get that stud wide receiver who has a huge impact on the passing attack, right? Because they're going to well, be double more teamed. so. More so now, the field. it feels like, right? It,
2: like it, doesn't, oh, it, yeah. doesn't it? Doesn't feel like this this era of football, really, the last five, six years or so, are so much more dependent on that stud wide receiver just because yep. of how the rules are.
1: Yeah. I mean, and the impact they have on the entire offense. Yeah. There was a time where they were just like window dressing, right? Mm-hmm. Or icing on the cake. Oh, we've got a nice wide receiver. You know, name the team that won a Super Bowl because of a wide receiver. Well, the reigning Super Bowl MVP is a wide receiver, Cooper Cup, right? And, and not know, just a guy who had a really good Super Bowl. Super Bowl
2: game. Like, we've seen receivers have oh. like really good, but like, obviously, Cooper Cup went in the Triple Crown yeah. last year and everything like that. So, yeah, I, the, look, wide receivers are more important now than mm-hmm. ever. And, and, obviously to have a guy like Tyreek Hill is an advantage but you I don't know if you can necessarily get by with with just really good players. I think the the Patriots in specifically because I think, you know, at best I think their quarterback is is not obviously I I think he I, like he, I think he's good. I I do. I do. I I I just I I'm still waiting to see a little bit more. And I don't know if that's just they need to get a guy out there because again, we, we've talked about his what he's done in Alabama and the talent that was around him. You know, maybe you go out and get someone to to that level of talent and see what happens. And then if you continue the struggle, you make that that move away from him. But um, right now, this team, to me, again, I, I agree with you. I want to see it happen against some of these other elite teams coming up, especially a team like Buffalo. Um, I do believe the Patriots have an elite defense, perhaps a championship defense. The offense is a work in progress, and you know what? <laughs> it's kind of strange to say, but that that's the, that's that's where we're at uh, with the Patriots. And but at the end of the day, they're in a very competitive division right now, and a division that is, dare I say, wide open. Not really, but open enough that there's actually an opportunity for any one of these teams to to win. Um, but uh we'll see. We'll see.
1: So Yeah, right. we'll know we'll know a lot more a week from Thursday, right? Because yeah, you know, oh, Buffalo yeah. plays at Detroit on Thursday, the Patriots are at Minnesota, and then they play each other the following Thursday. So at that point, um, you know, both teams will be twelve games into their schedule, which leaves them only five games remaining. We'll have a much better idea where those two teams stand, and then Miami gets back in play, of course, uh, this week after a bye week. Yeah, exactly. And Zach so. and Zach Wilson is still the quarterback of the New York Jets. And now I've finally made this connection, Ian. He's Bo Callahan from Draft Day. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> Bo Callahan. What I
2: awful... off? I hated that movie. I'm sorry, folks. I really really did. yeah. Oh. I, I I I don't know.
1: Uh, Jennifer Garner. How can you hate a movie with Jennifer Garner? I Come on. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't look. I I, I, I have a very My girl.
2: I have a very weird. Um, view of, like, sports movies. I don't, I don't know. It, like, I, I feel like, you know, I feel like I should like more of them. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm just realizing this as I get older. It's like, I always have, like, these, like, the sour taste when it comes to, like, sports movies. Like, I love Mighty Ducks, but I hate it at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I, what you mean. Yeah. I, I just, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't put it... I don't know. I don't know. That That's a discussion for another day, though. Uh, time is pressed. We are pressed for time. So we're going to have to say goodbye for today. Like I said, a little little quickie to start your Monday morning. Tomorrow, though, uh, Tuesday, we will get back and kind of recap everything we saw and kind of get ready for Thursday uh, uh, because we have Thanksgiving coming up. And obviously, you know, it's always fun to have Thanksgiving uh, games. And I think we have some some pretty good ones, or at least ones that could be entertaining. So, um so, thank you everyone for tuning in. Give us a uh, follow on Twitter at FPC Radio Live. And of course, head over to fullpresscoverage.com and check out everything that's going on over there. So, thank you everyone, and we will talk to you soon.